0: Welcome to Read Reddit Reddit. Please try to fill out the form in the description so we could make this podcast better for you. We will be reading from our slash Entitled Parents. Our first post is by Mad Max Furrow Road. I work at a convenience store slash gas station in a pretty conservative section of my city. As the title implies, I'm gay. Gayer than a tree full of monkeys on nitrous oxide. I'm discreet at work around customers, but I'd answer some of my coworkers' questions, since I'm the first openly trans gay guy most people meet. At the time, I'd only been working there for about 1.5 months, and Corona wasn't a thing yet. One specific coworker, S, was asking about my boyfriend, A, I'm always delighted to gush about him, so, I did. S did her usual aww, that's so sweet you to our cute type thing, we both went back to doing our jobs and the rest of the shift only had normal gas station nonsense. All was well. Or was it? S's mom had apparently heard about me talking to S about my man somehow and was out for blood. She's a literal Karen, haircut and everything, only very aggressively Texan. She's also a military wife. This is M. M came storming in the next day with S, and dragged the GM outside. I wasn't working that day, so I don't have specific dialogue, only the gist of what GM told me later when I worked next. Outside, M started yelling at GM about how I'm disgusting and going to taint her daughter because I'm gay and don't have a disco stick, culminating in telling him he needed to fire me because of the conversation S, and I had had. Poor S was standing there also, probably wanting to melt into the ground as her mom reamed out her boss, doubt it's the first or the last time it's happened. GM somehow mollified M and got her to leave so everyone could go back to normal. My next shift, GM pulls me aside and asked for my side of events. I told him that I was just answering a question S had asked. Then, he told me about the meeting with M. And asks me to be more careful with phrasing to keep things hush-hush. Didn't get fired, or even written up. Still work there, so does S, who is B, and out by the way. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention. M is a lesbian. Our next post is by, willithofill underscore. This honestly probably belongs on r slash Revenge, but it was pretty entitled, so I'm putting it here. For some context, I'm currently en route to Oak Island for my grandparents 50th anniversary and my family stopped at a rest stop along the way. We ordered some food and as we were leaving, I noticed a mom with her two kids screaming about how COVID-19 isn't real and how she doesn't need a mask to enter the store. As she kept ranting, my family kind of snuck past her to the exit. When I was right next to her, I did an obnoxious fake sneeze into my elbow and watched her face go white. She grabbed her kids and hightailed it out of there. That was pretty much the only worthwhile thing I've done during quarantine, and the employee standing outside gave me a thumbs up as I left. The guy looked really tired, so satime please make life easier and cooperate with these people. They work long hours and deserve better than they have been getting. Thanks for reading. Our next post is by the salty lime. I'm posting this for her since her account doesn't meet the karma requirement. I'm a truck driver and my mother has been envious of me ever since I started training. She's wanted to be a truck driver her whole life and my occupation has enabled her to live vicariously through me. I was never necessarily fond of this but she's my mother so I'll let it go. When I finished training and started driving, I downloaded a family tracking app on my phone so my boyfriend, who would join me on the road a little later on, could see where I was and help direct me to nearby truck stops. The GPS in my truck doesn't let me change where I'm going while driving. I offered to share my location via the app with my mother since she is so passionate about truck driving and it would give her a chance to experience it just a little bit. She took this as an opportunity to attempt to run my life for me. She would often get paranoid from watching videos of trucking accidents and constantly blow up my phone, which I am not allowed to check while driving, warning me of various places and things to look out for. Other people might be grateful of this constant advice giving, but to me, it was just annoying. She also went completely ballistic whenever the app was disabled due to low slash dead battery and would blow up me and my boyfriend's phone in a panic demanding to know where I am and if I'm safe. While I do appreciate the fact that she cares about me, having to deal with this for a month straight started to take its toll on me and my job. I got the chance to visit my sister who knows of my mother's bipolar actions and warned me to delete the app before she takes things too far. I took her advice and deleted the app after letting my boyfriend know what was going on. I gave my mom a call and let her know that I no longer wanted to use the app and deleted it. This sent her into a rage and she started berating me and my sister, who she knew I visited with earlier. I ignored her tantrum and gave her the cold shoulder for a month to let her cool down. Her birthday came around the corner and I sent her a well-meaning message wishing her a happy birthday. She responds to said message complaining about how me and my sister were planning a special event for my father, they're divorced and he's way better to me and my sister, but not her. Keep in mind, my father and sister live in Texas and my mom is all the way in California, so it's difficult to arrange anything for her given how far she is. Here is a screenshot of the conversations between me and her to shed a little light on how batshit crazy she can be. Edit, thanks for all the kind words and support. My girlfriend, also known as you slash Nora Claire, will answer as many of your burning questions as she can, whenever she is on break. Edit 2, M just called me, I thought for a second that it was about the post, but she was just asking how things are. I told her GF was asleep, but she was sitting right next to me listening to everything. M talked about how much her feelings were hurt when the app was deleted and asked me to try and persuade her into reinstalling it. I was nice about it, was super vague, like I'll be sure to ask her at some point. I noticed during the call that M would keep dropping subtle hints about how she wants GF to change, and if you weren't riding with her, I would quit my job and go on the road with her just to keep her safe. Our next post is by r underscore Bub. This story takes place when I was about eight ninths at the time. My mom sister and i were visiting my aunt and my older cousin by about a year this is fairly important for christmas and staying there for a couple of weeks my cousin was also celebrating her birthday a little after christmas and so we saved some of her gifts for that party since it would be easier after we had eaten the cupcakes and sang happy birthday it was time for her to open her gifts so my mom brought them out for her she opens a gift And it was an Equestria girl singing Pinkie Pie doll, since we all enjoyed that series, and it was her favorite character. She opens the next, and it was the exact same doll that was meant to be given to me for Christmas, but got mixed up in there somehow. My mom goes up to her and says sorry honey, that one wasn't meant for you, we just put the wrong toy in your pile of presents or gives the toy back. My cousin was completely fine with it but that's when it, entitled aunt comes in. She grabs a toy from my mom and says she opened the toy, it's hers now. I look at my aunt and say, but mama said that one was meant for me. My mom asks for the doll back from my aunt and picks up the wrapping paper that had the label with my name on it and says I specifically got these matching dolls for them to match, it's not fair if Ock gets both of them. EA replies well she should have both of them, since it's her birthday and she'll just keep both in case one of them breaks. At this point Ok comes in trying to defuse things before it gets any worse and says mom, let her have the doll. I don't even play with dolls unless they're here anyway EA is getting loud and says no. You're keeping the doll. Even though Ock and I were only about a year or two apart, I was a really sensitive kid, so this hit me pretty hard, it would've been fine otherwise, but at the time, that was one of the worst years of my life. At this point my sister has also gotten into the conversation and my mom and EA are arguing. Ock and I just go into the other room while it all plays out trying to play with the other dolls we had gotten together my mom eventually wins the argument and gets the doll back but yay and my mom were mad at each other for the rest of the stay several years later my aunt still acts like this but all at worse and last time to the point where she attacked my sister and i lmk if you want to hear that story since it happened this past christmas edit the more recent christmas story with her is already posted up on my page our next post is by shoot dash bash A few years ago I used to work at a homeless shelter for single women and women with children. Their length of stay depended on many factors and to be able to stay they had to work on getting housing and a job if they didn't have one. They could be kicked out for a few different things such as taking drugs, harassing staff or others, not obeying the rules, etc. We served them breakfast and dinner, with them having to get lunch on their own as we were not a day shelter, and they needed to go out and look for housing slash a job during the day. For a while I was overseeing about 30 women and amp, children that were staying with us. M was with us for about a month. She had two teen daughters, one of which, entitled Teenette, was a really picky eater. I took them to the dining hall every night, where our food was decent. Way better than school food, but not great. I personally have eaten the food quite a few times myself. Ed refused to eat anything that was served, so M was buying tons of cup of noodles and microwavable food. They did not have access to a microwave, but I did in the back that staff used, and we were allowed to heat stuff up for the clients. After a while it became too much for me to handle on top of my other duties as now I had M's kids coming up to me multiple times a night to heat up food. Her other daughter would eat our food but still wanted cup of noodles alongside it. I talked to my boss about this and she told me that I could put a ban on the microwave for food they brought in and they were not even supposed to bringing in more food than a day's worth as there was no room. We had canned microwaveable microwavable food in the back in case someone came in late and missed dinner time, but I was not to give it out to anyone who was there for dinner and did not like the food. It asked me a few times if I could give her some of that food and would get mad and give me attitude when I told her that I couldn't. Soon after the ban, M started claiming that I was starving her daughter. I told her the rules and that her daughter had plenty of opportunities to eat. We serve two meals a day, plus I know Ed gets three meals at school. I have the authority to kick people out, if the need be, but I did not have the heart to throw two teens out on the street. One night M got so fed up with me starving her daughter, that she started screaming at me in front of everyone. M asterisk s-c-r-e-a-m-i-n-g asterisk you are starving my daughter. This is bullshit, and we are leaving, Ed tries to calm M down point Ed, Mom it's okay you are embarrassing me. We can't leave, where would we go, m, go back to the room, we are packing and leaving. They ended up staying the night, and since it was a Friday I had the next two days off. We had to fill out shift reports at the end of every shift and I wrote down what had happened. When I showed up to work on Monday they had been kicked out by my boss, who told me that I should have kicked them out for that. M had been having horrible attitude towards other staff as well and that should have been the last straw. btw, we did not starve anyone, but if you chose not to eat the food we offered, then that is not our fault. Edit: to those asking if the daughter had sensory issues or autism, the mom would have told us if she knew, it is a possibility that maybe the daughter did and her mom did not know though. We had a mom with an autistic 5 year old son who stayed for a few weeks and we worked with her to accommodate her son as best we could. One time he escaped the property and I helped find him in our work van. He was safe and sound. To answer the microwave question I asked my boss if we could get a microwave in the common area that our clients could use. That way I could keep to my duties and they could heat stuff up. She told me no, probably due to a lack of funds to buy one, but I would have been willing to buy it with my own money. We did have hot water in the bathroom and sometimes they filled up their cup of noodles that way. I was heating stuff up to 10 times a night, and that was taking away from my duties. Making sure everyone was safe, watching security cameras, handling emergency situations, and watering phone calls, doing intake of new clients, etc. I was the only staff on duty during my shift a lot of the time. I wouldn't have minded so much if it was once in a while and if I had help. Also, I really liked these jeans. They were sweet and gave me a Disney pin as I mentioned I love Disney stuff. I was mad my boss kicked them out but being rude and screaming at staff is unacceptable. I do not blame the daughter at all but her mom. Our next post is by Jackie30. Hi guys, this isn't my story, but a family friend of mine, and after she told me this story, I knew it belonged on here. Quick backstory, my family, who aren't involved in this story, and family friends and beach houses in Little Bay Area, that eventually leads out to the ocean. There are several small piers within the boardwalk area, where families can swim and jump off the piers. They have netting surrounding the pier, to indicate how far families can swim. Beyond the netting, that's where boats, kayaks, etc can run. Unfortunately on these piers, there have been some entitled people believing they backquote own some of these piers because their beach house is right there behind it. I will admit, our family has had our beach house for over a century, passed down through several generations. Even though we have to walk down the street to get to this pier, I think if anybody deserves that pier, it should be us lol. Anyways, onto the cast of our story. FF family friend and family friends neighbor M ex born of Bachendi neighbor's daughter. The first part of the story happened to N, who eventually told FF what happened. After swimming hours are over at the pier, families like to go there to catch crabs. Only crabs that measure within a certain height can be kept. Because of the whole thing with social distancing, N and ND went to try to find a good spot away from other families so they could crab. They actually got a really good spot at the end of the pier away from everybody else and they set up their things there. They were only planning on catching a few crabs and then heading out. It was only a few minutes into their crabbing when the 15 to 16 year old Ek came marching right on up to N and ND. Eck, hey. You're in my spot. N looked around, trying to find anything to show that the kid's spot was taken. Nets, cages, buckets, etc. There wasn't any. They were the only ones there. Everybody else was on the other side of the pier. N, I'm sorry, but there's nothing here to show that this is your spot. Eck, you need to leave, now. This is my spot. N, Kit, this is public property. Nothing here is yours. We are only going to catch a few crabs and then leave. Please be patient. Ek continued to whine to N for a couple minutes before finally leaving. N couldn't believe how immature this kid was acting. Her daughter was only 10 and acting more mature than him. Not even a few minutes later, Eck came back and who does he come with? M, who was a full-on Karen. The blonde let me speak to your manager hair, the sunglasses, long nails etc she went right on over to n and did that throat clearing nobody likes m excuse me i heard you two made fun of my son and won't let him have his spot back n we never insulted him and there was nothing here to show that this is his spot we are only here to catch a few crabs and then we'll head out m no you need to leave this spot now n lady we are not going anywhere M pointing to a house You see that That's a house right there My son has claimed this spot on the pier as his own You must obey that or I will tell the authorities N There is nothing marked on this pier that states this spot is your son's This pier and this entire beach and boardwalk is public property I myself can call the authorities on you for disturbing us It looked like N had finally put M and E in a corner just then, ND, completely oblivious to the argument and focus on crabbing, pulls out a small crab from her net and shows it to N, before they could say anything though, M quickly buds in. M: give us that crab you just caught. It will make up for all the trouble that we caused. N: It's too small to be kept. M, who told you that? N: It's an actual law here. M: there's nothing here to prove that. N pointed to a sign that was on a pole directly behind them, explaining the rules of catching crabs. N, if you own this pig like you claim you do, you would've known that. M didn't say anything, but tried to snatch the small crab out of ND's net. ND started shaking the net over the water hoping the crab would let go. Thankfully, before M got to her, the small crab let go and plopped back into the water. M let out an ungodly howl at the sight, as if she just watched her precious sec get attacked by a shark or something. Finally, she grabbed Ek and stormed away from them. N and ND didn't stay too long after that, and didn't catch any crabs. They both just wanted to get the hell out of there after that. Now time for part 2. Here's the cast. FF family friend M entitled Bitch X of Bitch. He doesn't say anything in this story this time though, but he still does stuff, Oh, officer! so FF took her family down, her husband, mother, children, and grandchildren, down to the same pier as part 1 so that they could go swimming. Because FF's mom was elderly, both FF and her mom decided to stay under the pavilion in the shade while watching everybody else swim. At first, everything was going good and it looked like everybody was having a good time. Then, QM and her family of 20 plus people gathering inside the small pavilion, setting up food, tables, and chairs directly behind FF and her mother. They couldn't even move or get out because of how close they were and how crowded everything was. FF could tell this was the person N mentioned before because of the way N described her. FF still tried to be civil, and when she saw M, she tried to ask her nicely to move. FF. Hi, would you mind moving your party over a little bit? My mom and I barely have any space to move. M, excuse me? We happen to live here, so we can do what we want. Ff, this pavilion doesn't belong to anybody. It's public property. M, whatever, we are still not going anywhere. Ff isn't a fan of arguing, so she and her mom just tried sucking it up and continued to watch their kids and grandkids play in the water. Unfortunately, that was short-lived as Emma's family started blasting music and yelling inside of the pavilion. Then, Ek came along in a jet ski, the entire family saw him and began cheering, screaming his name, etc. Ek came extremely close to the netting on the other side of the dock and began doing figure 8s on his jet ski, splashing water on other swimmers nearby and creating huge waves. Depending on the time of day high tide and low tide are, the water at the other end of the dock could get very deep and any young kid at that end could probably struggle swimming down there. Luckily, FF told us that everybody at that end of the dock quickly got out when Ek started doing this and her kids and grandkids weren't that deep in the water, so everybody was fine. After a few minutes, Ek finally left and everybody went back into the water, but M's family still hasn't calmed down. Finally, FF and other beach goddess saw the flashing lights of a police car pull up to the beach area. Everybody smiled as they knew M and her family were going to get in trouble. M and her family saw the police car and attempted to ignore it, but suddenly grew quieter. The officer got out of the car and approached M. Oh, hello ma'am may I have a word with you? M, all innocent like, what's wrong, officer? Oh, I have been receiving numerous complaints throughout the past half hour in regards to your party causing a disturbance. M. What? We haven't been doing anything. FF. Officer, they've been yelling and screaming the entire time they've been here, blasting music, and somebody from their family came by on a jet ski extremely close to the dock and started showing off. M. Mind your own damn business. FF. How can I, when I'm less than a foot away from you, and you won't move? Oh, alright, here's how this is going to work out. 2M, you can either move your family outside of the pavilion, so that people can have room to sit, or you can leave the beach altogether. M, you can't do that. We have a beach house right over there. Oh, then you can either move your party over there, or move your party outside of the pavilion. M, this is unacceptable. You can't do this to us. What is your name? I'll make sure to write a report about you. Oh, gives his name and badge number M. All right then, I will call your station and make sure you get fired. Oh, the station is well aware of everything going on right now, ma'am. And if you fail to comply, we will have you fined and removed from the premises, whether your house is right here or not. M was having none of this. So instead of leaving like any other person would do, she grabbed a sandwich from one of the bags she brought and threw it right at the officer. The officer, without hesitation, grabbed her and cuffed her. The other members of her family were growing mad at the officer for arresting her, but they didn't fight back. Oh, this is your last warning ma'am, either take your party elsewhere or I will bring you back to the station. You're very lucky I'm not putting you in my police car right now. M finally cooperated and was released. She didn't go completely free however, as her and all of the adults in her family were fined. She was fined the heaviest though for also assaulting the officer. The family grumpily grabbed their stuff and left. The officer didn't leave until he knew they were gone. A couple days later, some new rules were put in place that no partying of any kind would be allowed on the beach because of M. A patrol officer has also been sent to inspect the pier every once in a while each day to make sure that M and her family weren't doing this again. And so far, since FF, her family and my family have been down there, they haven't. But they are still extremely loud and blasting music on the beach and inside their house. That's my entitled parents story. Hope you guys enjoyed. Update. Thanks for all the love on this story. I just thought I'd clear some things up real quick. Yes, the beach town I stay at mainly consists of white conservative people. There are a few pock that either live or stay around here, but their beach houses are near other piers, so we hardly see them. And I've also gotten some comments in regards to it actually being a law, I just had a conversation with FF, and she told me that it wasn't necessarily a backquote law, like she had originally worded it, it was more like a new set of rules for the beach. Because of this, so I don't confuse or mislead anybody, I'll change the title of this part if I can. Thanks again and hope you're la having a great day. Our next post is by Amber Demetikrenum. Saw another post that reminded me of this incident. I can't provide screenshots as this was close to 10 years ago, but I'll recount it as best I can. For months before this, I had been very ill. Should I lay on the couch throwing up water again or go to the hospital kind of sick? I eventually found out I had developed an illness that required me to change my entire diet. So I went through my kitchen and boxed up maybe 80% of the canned and dry food I had. The box was too big and heavy for me to even get into my car, so I posted it online as a first come, first serve offering, shelf stable food, free people dropped by throughout the day to pick through the box and grab what they wanted. Near the end of the day it was still half full, and I had an email requesting a full list of everything that was in the box, including brand names and flavors. I said no. It was a big box, I was exhausted, and people were welcome to leave what they didn't want. Entitled mom, well my kids are picky eaters, so I won't come get it if you don't tell me what you have. Me, I understand. If you change your mind, you have my address. M. No. I need this food for my kids. Just take pictures of everything if you're too lazy to write it down. Me. That's not something I'm able to do right now. Best of luck. M. I just want you to know it's your fault my kids won't eat today, you stupid bitch. At this point I was just frustrated and wanted the stuff off my porch, so I called the local food bank and they sent someone to get it within a few hours. Two days later I'm awoken from a nap by pounding on my front door. She had changed her mind and come to get the food after all and wanted to know where it was hidden. I told her I had donated it after she indicated she wouldn't come get it and she was incensed. I had to close the door in her face and threaten to call police to get her to stop screaming and leave my house. Our next post is by shadow fang84. Backstory, really was an extrovert as a kid, so I took boy scouts, this was before girl scouts can join boy scouts. I was really good at it, so I continued to work hard, and when I was 13 I took a first aid merit badge. So I did my thing, and got the pre-badge requirements done, so I was pumped to sew it. Let's meet outcast for today. Op, me Ep, the entitled counselor who was base against me SM, Scoutmaster K, Ep's kid story, so I got all my pre done, and I was super hyped to do the badge along with others. So I showed my understanding of the badge and even the older scouts there were impressed. So when Ep need help I gave it to her not knowing the result. So I was helping a kid out, and Epp pulled me aside to only tell me this, you need to grow up a bit before you can the badge. Look at my son, he 100% knows what he is doing, and is over first class I was a tenderfoot at the time, so I tried to calmly explain to her that I obviously knew what I was talking about for the badge and I proved that I have all the prereqs. So this went back and forth like tug of war. But tug of war quickly escalated into war. Ep, even if you have the requirements you are just a stupid kid and don't know anything or something along the lines of that. Me, well clearly you're dumber than me, if you need me to explain the material you dumb arsehole ep, you need to learn to resect your elders me, well most elders are smart, clearly you are a rock she actually grabbed me and pushed me out of the door to the first aid training. Me, get your grimy wrinkly filthy hands off of me, you cunt after I got the head leader of the camp, she reluctantly gave me my blue card, blue card show you got the actual badge fair and square. Final day rolls around, and I get my envelope with all my blue cards. I had them all with flying colors. Except for one. Hi welcome back to, insert game show here, and let's see our question. What badge was missing from the envelope? Was it, A, fishing B, first aid C, leather working if you guess B you would be correct well. It wasn't missing. It was shredded up and a piece of white paper that said, grow up I was furious. I grabbed my scalp master dragged him along to the first aid site and let her get a piece of my mind. She denied it left and right and even had the audacity to say why would it be little ol me. SM, ma'am, we know it was you. You we have cameras for it, but they catch everything. Slowly the color drained from her face. I never knew about these cameras but better late than ever. I had to prove to the council that I did understand the material in the end, but I aced that. Thankfully Epp got fired on the spot and I got the badge after all. Edit, forgot to mention it, but her son came in also to report her to the police afterwards, so he was cool. Our next post is by Gorgos. This happened about a year or so ago in California's Disneyland, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to be specific. It was basically my geeky dream to go there and get a Saber's workshop lightsaber for my 14th birthday. I was eating at one of the Quick Bite restaurants there, it had only burritos, and it was an open area with a moving statue in the middle. M. Look to be in her forties k, about my age, maybe one year younger me mom dad k, yo. Cool lightsaber, check this one out he shows me his lightsaber that he must've bought somewhere else. It was the plastic kind, not one from Savvy's. But I'll admit it was still authentic and double bladed, so I really loved it. We talked for a while. Seemed he was a hardcore Star Wars fan as well m comes over, hey ek, come on the order is ready. Would you mind us sitting at the unoccupied half of the table? Dad, sure go ahead. I won't bore you, but a conversation ensues between our two groups. They seem like really nice people, and eventually ask where we got the saber, we tell them, and eventually they finish their food and presumably head over to Savvy's. In a matter of time they return M. wow no kidding huh? those things are expensive. Mom and dad, yeah for sure. But it's his birthday, so we made an exception k, well I saw you liked my saber, so I was wondering if we could trade. Honestly I really considered it at first. It was cool and all. But I noticed the price difference and the value of the lightsaber to me. Me, no thanks. But I think they have some good replicas at the shop adjacent to Savvy's, if you want some. We get up to leave, and the M starts insisting and practically shoving the thing in my face without wasting too much time, eventually the trail is to the other end of the park, and the start of the line for the Millennium Falcon ride. So a cast member gets involved, and the M starts bringing up excuses, and asking to see the rules of the park. She insists on trading. But the cast member draws her away, and I enjoy the rest of the day edit, star Wars is now star wars edit 2, ek is now just k he wasn't really entitled or anything, and he did back off after asking once. The m was the one that kept persisting. Thought the kid didn't do anything to stop her, he also didn't push farther. He was also embarrassed when his mother started arguing with the cast member. Our next post is by her loyals. This happened many years ago, but it still pisses me off. I was a kid at the time, around 7 or 8. Me and my parents were at the local laundromat. It was a newer place and quite nice. The bathrooms were large, but only had one toilet, not multiple stalls. I really had to go, so I stepped away from where I was sitting with them watching an Ernest movie, think it was Ernest Goes to Camp. I went into the bathroom to do my business, and forgot to lock the door. Immediately after I get seated Epp comes in and says me and mike it have to use the restroom really bad can you hurry up. At this point I could feel all ability to do a basic human function shut off. I tried to but couldn't she stood there huffing and puffing with her arms crossed waiting for me to get done. I apologized and said I'm having trouble. After a couple minutes Em grabs my arm lifts me up and wipes me sets me aside and uses the toilet. I was so confused embarrassed, and felt violated really. I told my dad immediately, I whispered so the lady couldn't hear. I don't remember the exact wording as this was some time ago, but he got the attention of the man that ran the new place, he was there at the time, told him what happened, and told them off she went to explain that they really had to go, but of course that made no difference. She had to get her wet clothes out pack her stuff, and was banned from the place. To this day I can't even begin to imagine WTF was going through her head and how she thought it was okay. Our next post is by soldus underscore but underscore happy. So yeah I don't know where to start this off but here. So during quarantine my brother came home for a little bit and helped me make a long board and I love it so a project i started was making a skate park on the lot next to my house, we own it, and we don't use it as much as we should, and i just finished building it. so i have been going up and down the ramps, and doing kickflips, and the day i finish and start using it a kid runs over to me, and i didn't see or hear him. and he runs out in front of me, really bad move, and i go for a slide, because i'm going kinda fast and it works to some extent, but not really. The kid is fine, and I sprain my wrist. Then I take out my earbuds, and ask the kid what he was doing, and that he could have gotten hurt. He then tells me that my mommy said I could go play at this park. I then tell him that I made this, and it's for me and all about the coronavirus. He said my mommy says that corona is a hoax made by democrats to scare us. And I tell him you're not allowed here, because it's private property, and he runs along. Then my boyfriend shows up and he wants to try it because he helped me with the concrete and forming the ramp CTC, 5 minutes later the kid comes back but with, guess who, a motherfucking Karen. And she had the haircut and I shit you not a t-shirt that said I'm upper class leave me alone. My bf looked at me and we are at that point in the relationship that we know what each other are thinking. And he's like oh shit. She said why, can't my son play here? I then tell her I just made this, and it's on my parents' property, I'm 14, and it's not a public park. She then yells at me that her precious baby ran to he crying because I threatened him. Then she looks at my bf who's just standing there and asks him in a snarky manner, what are you doing here if it's private property? UMM he's my bf. And I helped him build this thing, and please stop attacking us, there's no reason you should be yelling at us, we didn't threaten him. Oh your gaze. that makes so much sense. Let my baby play on this thing that you built. I said no, I would have, if you were nice about it. But you have disrespected me and my boyfriend. I don't like that, and I would like you to leave us alone. I'm going to call the cops. Go right ahead my dad is a chief of police he won't come over here. She left all mad. What the actual fuck just happened I have no god. idea, my dear ask me for more stories I have a lot. And if anyone's wondering I built a trick board too. Also my bf was kidding about his dad being the chief of police he just was trying to mess with her. Also I don't care if you think this is fake it's your opinion but I didn't make this shit up so please don't spam my fucking dms. Thank you. Our next post is by Sweet Baguette. Thank you kind stranger for the gold. I really appreciate it and I will give back to the community. Thank you so much this is before quarantine so I'm 15 and I have a driver's permit and my friend, 18, has her driver's license so she was in the passenger seat. So basically I was just driving to a jack-in-the-box or Tim Hortons whichever one was closer, and we stopped at a red light, and as it changed to green I went, and this lady rams into my side door, in the back. And thankfully none of us were harmed. Anyway we quickly got out of there as we grabbed out wallets, phones, the important stuff afterwards, anyway I started to panic as I'm crying at this point and this is where M pops an M, what the fuck did Tao just do to my perfect car? I couldn't speak as my friend stepped in F, you ran a red light dumbass M, were you driving? F, no but I saw everything M, it was you driving, looking at me, I managed to nod as she said M, you are too young to drive. She laughed slightly as she thought she was going to throw one minor and a new adult in jail and get money from it basically M crossed her arms and waited for the police as we traded insurance cards the police come and assess the situation as they question m first m those two are drunk driving and almost killed me and my baby boy she had what seems to be a 8 year old which seemed fine as the police talked to him as people checked all of us for any damage m my baby boy is scared and this just ruined life for him the police just nodded and went to us I was still crying, this seems like I'm a baby, but I have autism which makes me scared of confrontation, and yelling and most definitely anything bad, and so basically the police questioned us as we explained the situation, and showed him our driver's license and ids, the police were extremely nice to me as I had a card explaining my autism and they just generally helped me calm down anyway the police saw cameras for a store, outside which caught everything as they checked the traffic cameras and the store cameras. Em smirked like a demon as she thought she would get away with this, and the police came back saying they watched the footage as a color drained out of her face as she kept changing her story to get out of the situation as she said my boy needs to go to football practice. If he's late he will be kicked off the team and it's gonna be your fault, while yelling at the officer, and then 10 seconds later she said my mom is in the hospital and I need to see her before she dies, and then my baby boy needs to go to the doctor for shots CCT. So basically in the end she was in a police cruiser and I was taken to Tim Horton's I'm a Uber with my friend and back to my home I did press charges as there were so many witnesses in court she broke down saying I need to feed my kids while she had like Guxy and Louis Vuitton. I was able to fix my car and I never ran into her again TLDR. Lady runs a red light and then lied to the police and gets exposed by cameras and breaks down in court saying she needs to feed her kids as she hold Guxy and Louis Vuitton merchandise it. spelling and f-o-r-m-a-t-t-i-n-g asterisk asterisk also I got most of the stories is because I live in an entitled neighborhood where it is the buzzbox for all entitled people. People have messaged me on my first and second post on this subreddit saying I made the stories up. You can think that, but just to let you know I do live in a expensive neighborhood where people think that they are better than others. Another edit, I got my learner's permit, not my driver's license. Driver's permit is where you have to have someone with their driver's license in the car with you as you drive. Our next post is by at 12 I've been a teacher for a few years, and I encounter entitled parents more than I wish to. But I guess it comes with the job. This happened in my first year as a back quote real teacher and the first time I wanted to throttle a parent. Our school has a fund for kids whose parents can't afford extras. Like school trips, special materials or things for holidays. So I had this boy, 13, in my class. Great kid, bit of a class clown, but not in a bad way. He is the oldest of 7 kids at home. Their dad works in construction and the mother is a stay at home mom. They can get together the back quote mandatory school stuff, but not much more. That year goes on a three day school trip every year and the school would pay for the kid, so he could go with the rest of his class. Throughout the school year we already informed the parents of the trip and I called the boys' parents to tell them the school would pay. I spoke with the dad who was extremely grateful and happy for his son. A couple of weeks later his mom called. She told me that her son would back quote sadly not be able to go. I was surprised and asked why not. The mom told me that they, his parents, decided that it would be better they spent the money on a nice weekend away for her and her husband. I got confused and explained to her that they didn't have to pay, that the school would. She sneered that she understood and told me I could send her the money and she would make sure everything would be arranged. Now I got what she meant and got quite angry. I explained in my best teacher voice that that would not happen. I would get everything arranged for her son to come on the trip. That was the purpose of the fund, and that's what it's gonna be used for. The mother got pissed, but understood that she wasn't going to get her way. She told me she wasn't happy, called me selfish, WTF, and hung up. A couple of weeks before the trip, I called them again because I needed to confirm if he was going or not. I talked to the dad again, and he was very confused about why I called, of course their son was going, why not? I explained to him what his wife told me, and I could hear him get upset. He confirmed again, that their son was definitely going, and he would talk to his wife. He thanked me again, and that was it. The boy went on the trip, and had a really fun time. And on future occasions I always had contact with his dad. Not his mom. Our next post is by Mary Shelley One, Mobile, so fun story, that happened an hour ago, great way to start your morning. I woke up early to go to my local thrift shop, wearing protection of course, cause I wanted to find some old drawers to upsicle and add to my room cause my regular drawers have gotten too crowded. Well I didn't find anything so I left and went down the street to this Mexican bakery for some hot chocolate and a conchap when I was stopped by a woman at the bus station not even a few feet away. She was just your average middle aged woman dressed in patriarchal colours with a bag of small firecrackers next to her. A girl who I thought was her daughter stopped me and said she likes my pants, I was wearing pink cargo pants with a white tank top. I thanked her and as I was walking away I heard the mother pipe up. You know you're supposed to wear red, white, and blue today. Just loud enough to hear. I beg your pardon? Honestly confused. It's the 4th of July, you have to wear red, white, and blue to show your respect to your country. She said in a matter of fact tone. Oh well I don't like wearing blue. I don't know why that was my answer. It doesn't matter, if you don't like it, you have to wear it. My husband is fighting in a war right now, so you should show some respect. Her voice getting louder each time she has to keep talking. Just leave me alone. I start to walk away while she still screams. You're setting a bad example for the children. People like you are ruining our country. I didn't even acknowledge her and just kept walking jokes on her this country is already ruined our next post is by diameter of pies the details are a bit shaky as this happened when i was 11 yo me and my parents were at a hotel which had an open buffet for breakfast there was an area where you could tell a chef what type of eggs you want and what toppings there were only 4 people in line, an elderly woman at the front, the mom and her child in the middle, and me at the end. The chef was making the elderly woman's eggs. When the mom says, my son wants egg type the chef said, wait ma'am I'm busy the mom scoffs. When the chef finishes the egg the mom goes, can you listen to me now my son is really hungry then faces her child he acted as if you didn't exist right. The son, yeah, right mom in a sarcastic tone, you don't exist, right? Son, yeah the chef was asked her how she would like her egg mom, he will have to scrambled eggs the chef then cracks two eggs in mom, that is too much for my son, throw the egg away chef, you asked for two eggs mom, but that is too much for my son chef, that would be a waste of eggs mom, just throw it the chef throw the egg in the bin and makes her a new one, she then took the egg and went looking annoyed I then told the chef what I once and smiled at him while he was making it and said thanks at the end. Our next post is by Lok 89 This happened yesterday and while, as usual, many will call me an asshole I still don't feel bad about it. I'm on my way home from work and decide that I need to do my grocery shopping then because I'm exhausted and now I won't get out again once I get home. Important to note at this point for those that don't know, I have a service dog in training, Sadie, that goes everywhere with me. So, I was in the membership version of America's most popular store and browsing to see had groceries I'd need for the month when I hear the familiar high-pitched squeal of the increasingly common vagina banshee. Now this isn't an uncommon occurrence as anyone seen my dog will tell you that she's absolutely adorable. Half great Pyrenees slash half cat a howler leopard dog, 7 months old and 65 I shall be yes. She knows better than to interact with people at this point, but she does do as she's trained as she sees the kid running up and puts herself between myself and the kid, not really in a guard stance, but sideways between myself and the kid and touching the back of my legs so I know where the person is approaching from. In this case I already knew, but I still turned around, and gave her a treat, she's still learning after all, told her to heal. She does as she's took, and the kid slows, and comes to a stop, now that I'm between him and Sadie. M, entitled mom sc, sentient comes to nack a kid sc, your dog is so cute. I wanna pet it, me, I'm sorry, but see the vest with the patches she's wearing? It says back quote service dog. Do not touch that means she's working right now and can't be distracted. I don't really like kids much beyond my niece and nephew, so I'm not good with it telling ages and didn't know if he could read. I figured he knew to obey signs though, so I thought if I told him what it said he'd understand. Nope, but he still hasn't earned his nickname quite yet. SC, what's a service dog? She doesn't look busy. Just one pet. He's not being rude, just sounds more curious than anything, so I don't really mind explaining. And I notice a woman push her cart up behind him, so I assume she's his mom, and I feel a bit more relaxed about the situation. Me, a service dog, is a dog that helps people do things. There are all types of jobs dogs can do, but they can't be distracted because their owners need them to pay attention to only them in case something happens. SC, but she's just sitting there right now. If she's not gonna get back to work you should let me pet her. Now at this point I guess I should've noticed the if she's not gonna get back to work red flag and guessed he was being raised by a Karen, but honestly I've really only dealt with a few Karens in my life and didn't think much of it, just that he was a kid being annoying. Me to his mom, ma'am, could you please explain it to him? I don't have kids so I'm not too good at this. I was admittedly probably sounding annoyed in all honesty, but I was still trying to be polite, and I don't think I was being unreasonable here, but she seemed to take offense. M, why? He just wants to pet her. It's not a big deal, and he's been acting really good today, and he deserves a treat. I don't see why you won't let him pet her. Me, definitely annoyed now, ma'am, she's a working dog, she shouldn't be distracted. I don't mean to be rude, but you're also not wearing masks and covered has been known to spread to dogs as well, I'd really prefer no one mess with her. We're in Texas, and I'm sure everyone has heard how poorly the state is handling the pandemic, but the majority of people still refuse to wear masks, and of all the shops I've been to only one store still has a no mask, no entry rule, shout out to Sketchers. thanks for being proactive. M, oh, you're one of those people, insert eye roll. Just let him pet the stupid dog, so we can move on, the stupid virus is over with, everything is open now me, I think we are done here. And I just turn and walk off, keeping Sadie in my sight just in case. It should have ended there. She should have just told her kid I was an asshole or something and moved on. But if she did, I wouldn't be posting this. Instead, she leaves her cart behind, walks up behind me, and grabs my shoulder. It's at this point I should mention that I have Sadie because of my PTSD. Now usually, it's controllable. I'm on meds to help with anxiety, and I'm in therapy, and don't usually have a problem. I even love music festivals and raves and have only had a problem one time when I was trying to leave EDC early and got stopped at the gate because they were about to set off fireworks and something about the banks and being close enough to feel the vibrations of that many fireworks got to me. I guess with the quarantine being so recent and not having to worry about people randomly grabbing me and touching me and stuff, I mean hell even someone rolling absolute balls at a rave usually asks before they hug you or something, I'd kinda let my guard down a bit. This set me off though and without even thinking I grabbed her hand and spun around, twisting her arm and pushed as hard as I could, sending her sprawling to the ground. What the hell is wrong with you? I yelled, and I said some other stuff, but I was mad and honestly don't remember what I said, something about no means no, and I don't want her nasty ass hands on me. At this point Sadie had gotten between us in her stance, and had began to bark, loudly and repetitively as she's been trained, so she can get someone's attention. I noticed that Sadie was off her damn leash, because somehow SC had gotten in front of my cart and unhooked it. Luckily Sadie is the best girl and doesn't need a leash to do her job. She never even thought about running and just stood in front of me barking. SC was crying after seeing what happened to his mom and getting scared that the cute puppy was now looking pretty damn mean. Now, Sadie wouldn't hurt a fly, but this woman didn't know that and Sadie has a very intimidating bark. Without even standing up this woman was scrambling to get back from me and grabs at her cart to stand up. Of course employees start running to see what's going on and when one gets there she asks what's going on. M, this man's dog tried to attack me. I was just trying to get his attention and it bit me. Now I've browsed this sub enough to know where this was headed and I wasn't in the mood me, look, just call the cops and grab the camera footage, I'm not gonna play the he said slash she said game. The employee calls for the manager, who calls the cops, and asks us to come to the front office to get things sorted out. We start to head toward the front office, but once their M says she doesn't have time for this and has places to be and just walks out of the store. No one tries to stop her, but the manager looks at the footage and prints off her face to put on the band people wall, and when the cops arrive they say there's nothing they can do since she already left. I got employee discount for my food, which was nice, but left in a pretty bad mood because of the interaction. After getting home I gave Sadie a small slab of steak for being such a good girl and I just took a shower and went to bed, didn't get anything done that I needed to, but it had been a long day and I was extra annoyed. So that's it, sadly, no real repercussions for Karen other than maybe a bruise or two where she hit the tiles and a traumatized kid, but if this sub is any indication, Karens don't learn from stuff like that. Here's hoping the kid learned a thing or two, at least. And because this is Reddit, and I know it'll be asked if I don't include, here's a few galleries of Sadie. 1, 2. 3 edit, I don't let people pet Sadie at the moment, because my gf is immunocompromised and Sadie, of course, has a spot on the bed, even when she sleeps over, otherwise I would have been happy to let people pet her, if they asked first. Our next post is by our underscore bub. Okay so this took place last Christmas season, Christmas of 2019 slash new year. EA is entitled aunt, now is nice aunt. Ock is older cousin, and me is, well, me. So we were all sitting in the living room of Naz friend, which were the people who EA and Ock we are staying with for the holidays to visit. My sister and I had both gotten new phones for Christmas, so my sister had given Ock her old phone since her mom, EA, wouldn't buy her a new one and all she had was an old government phone. The phone my sister had given to Ock wasn't by any means a new phone, or even newly released, but definitely an upgrade. This new phone had access to all the stuff a new one would have, even though it was a couple of years old. Ok is a huge bna fan, and so my sister told her that she should download Wattpad if she wanted to read some fanfictions. Ok did, of course, and she was reading a Bakugou x Kirishima fanfic. My sister was three chapters ahead and was reading it on Ok's phone, since hers had died. In one part in the chapter she was reading, they were lying in bed naked together, not doing anything overtly sexual, just lying in bed. Her mother, EA, noticed this and said, let me see your phone. I need to look something up. Ok was reluctant because she knows her mom is strict and doesn't really like gay stuff, super Christian and religious, when it comes to that, and goes snooping. EA goes let me see the phone because I'm the one who's allowing you to have it in the first place. She grabs the phone and starts scrolling, what is this? There's two guys lying in bed naked together. Och haven't read up to that part yet and said I didn't know. EA starts going off the chain and goes up to my sister and says stuff like you. You're the reason why my baby has a porn addiction. This is your fault. My sister wasn't having any of that and starts arguing back to her. At this point, I walk into the house and ask what's going on, and Doc is crying. When I ask her why, she says this is my fault. If I hadn't be. EA comes from upstairs and says Doc, didn't I tell you not to talk to them, she says as she pushes past her and starts pushing me out of the door. I go over to Naz house which is literally right beside her friend's house, which is where Doc and EA were staying, and my mom and sister are venting about the whole situation with Nan. Suddenly EA bursts through the door threatening my mom and telling her to come outside and fight her, so I turn my phone recorder on and put it in my pocket so she doesn't see. She starts attacking my mom and her boyfriend about really personal stuff and how she's a slut and a fake ass bitch. EA eventually realizes she's not gonna hurt my mom more than my mom hurts her, so she goes back in the other house and my mom goes out for a quick smoke. EA storms out of the other house and my mom knows what's about to happen and puts a cigarette out just in case. She tries to punch my mom and my sister rushes out and says to EA you fat ass bitch. Don't you dare touch my fucking mom cause I'll beat your pathetic ass myself. EA loses it and grabs my sister by the hair and gets on top of her and that's when my mom tells me to call the police and starts beating the shit out of EA for putting her hands on my sister. Na comes out and tries to stop my mom from killing EA as she knew she would if she didn't intervene. I'm by the sidelines as I'm on the phone with the police and am near having a panic attack form as my mom's boyfriend comforts me. EA sees me on the phone and charges toward me with a death stare as she grabs my wrist trying to grab the phone from me, spraining it in the process. Ok comes out after they're all done fighting. And hugs both my sister and I as we're all in tears, and we see the police arrive and spare at everyone. The police question EA and as Na as her friend tries to explain the situation, but NA goes into her house and just cries from how horrible things turned out. NA's friend ends up taking us home, and we all settle in, trying to calm ourselves down. I'll post the one that's still going on later, if y'all want it, part 3 is posted you guys. Like damn well I'm not gonna go type post it to every comment that asks so, if you guys actually care, to check back it's up already. Our next post is by lock underscore rx. Mobile user, formatting might be weird this is also my first post here. I have had a couple encounters with people like this, but this one is the worst so far l just a bit of info, I live in a smallish neighborhood. There are several trail systems nearby. Some of them are marked trails, others are glorified footpaths. I ride a mountain bike with friends on them because I'm too lazy to drive to an actual park, but they aren't too shabby. The usual cast of me, my friend, F, an entitled lady, Eb, and her son, husband, Ad, F and I are riding our bikes around our community, taking the occasional trail or going down ats. Nothing too interesting, but that sort of sums up me. We are getting ready to turn onto one of the larger trails, when Eddie walks out of his garage. We didn't really know the guy, but I knew his mom slash wife was pussy. I might post that story, as we are turning into the trail he yells out that's not a bike trail this was one of the trails that was marked, but it wasn't marked as a designated bike trail. F points out that it doesn't say not to ride a bike on it, and AD cuts him off with shut it, douchbag that was just the first part after that happened we just started avoiding that area, but we were bound to go back there cause the trail is pretty fun. Fast forward to today F and I are back at that trail. We actually went down it and nothing bad happened. While we were coming back up the trail, it ends near a railroad and there isn't any other way to get back. We see Ebb sitting on the patio behind AD's house. As we are walking by, she starts yelling. Hey boys, you aren't supposed to ride bikes back here. F calls back, where does it say that? there is a pause and she says the trail sign says there aren't any bikes, it doesn't, I try to explain to her that the sign says use trail street your own risk, but nothing about mtbs, but she cuts me off. Don't disrespect your elders. She then tries to tell us that the trail is private property, even though the sign clearly states that it is for the public. I sort of laugh and say to f let's just go, this Karen isn't worth the argument, I said this almost under my breath, but apparently she has wizard ears. What did you call me? Karen. I know the president of the HOA, and I will report you. I tell F to leave, and we hightail it out of there. TL, doctor, lady tries to scare us away from using a public trail, by threatening us with the HOA I will update, if anything else happens. Our next post is by dejebto69. Okay so this literally happened 20 minutes ago at the time of writing. And this story unfortunately is about my own mother. Yes. Anyway, let's get on with the story. My friend came over to my house to give me a trigonometry textbook for school decided to stay for longer to play R6 with me on his laptop that he brought maybe 20 minuets go by and we are in my room playing casual matches when my mom suddenly starts pounding at the door demanding to be let in I lock my door when i play video games because my mom has a habit of grabbing my mic while I'm playing and asking strangers what math they are doing in school she's a math teacher and is super obsessed with math but that's a story for another time this time she yells and says where is my charger She starts banging the door so hard the door would probably break, so I get up and unlock it, only to be yelled at even more point my mom, where is my iphone charger? I think it's important to note my friend and I don't use iphones, we both use android phones and have no need for iphone lightning cables. Me, I don't have it. I won't take it, I have no use for an iphone charger. My mom, well yes you do so give it back me. My mom. Then your friend has it. My friend, I use an android too I will not take your iphone charger. My mom, well yes you do so give it back both of us. My friend, I have no use for your charger because my phone uses USB type C and you have a lightning port. My mom, well it works for all phones, show me your phone and i will prove it to you. Before my mom can even say anything, she grabs his phone and storms into her room. Us both are super confused and are trying to understand what logic she is using until she comes back into my room with her iPhone cable and his phone in hand. Yes, the cable she lost my mom, well explain this asterisk jammes the iPhone cable into the phone aha. She throws it back to my friend and she once again demands for the cable back. Me, don't you have it in your hands. My mom looks at her hands and realizes she has her cable and turns red, but then shifts the blame back to us. My mom, well, you shouldn't be talking back like a smartass me. She storms off knowing she just made a fool of herself, and we go on playing video games trying to forget what just happened because it made no sense. He leaves maybe five minuets later and everything goes back to normal until I get a text. It reads dude your mom jammed the cable in and broke my charging port, if you don't know what he just said, basically, an iPhone cable is thin and a USB-C cable is thick and has a little thing inside the port for you to charge, and my mom jammed it in so hard she broke the pin thing. Just search it up. I told my mom, and she refuses to be live, that was her fault so yeah. It'll provide an update if anything changes, but that's what happened. If anyone is skeptical, I can post a video, but I don't know how, so we're gonna have to teach me how. Edit 1, if any of you are wondering, it is a Razer phone too, and he uses wireless charging to charge it also my dad is trying to explain to my mom what she did, and how USB-C and lightning are not the same, but is failing miserably. Also my mom is not insane all the time, but she can go from normal to insane Karen mode in 10 seconds. Edit 2. Here is the video, if any of you are interested, okay so this doesn't show much, but you can see here it doesn't charge, and is jiggling around too much HTTPS, slash slash anger slash a slash elks9k edit 3, Jesus this is finally over. I explained to her that jamming it, ink killed the phone not convinced, I asked her if I could jam a micro usb, one sided, and she said no and basically realized how dumb she was she then reluctantly said she would buy him a new phone so we won, thanks you slash throw it all away for helping me explain to her in baby terms lol. Our last post is by jemmy74. I'm a long time lurker and this is my first post. Although kids were not involved in this story, Ed mentioned them during his testimony, so this story seemed like it may fit here. Cast, me, overworked prosecutor Ed, entitled that there have been cases in this forum that resulted in the ep being arrested, and I thought there may be some interest as to what happens after the arrest. This happened many years ago, when I was a deputy prosecutor handling misdemeanor cases. In this particular case, there was a street on a private beach with a series of houses in a remote area. There were other places that had public beach access and this particular place was off the main road and not easily accessible. There was no reason to be there unless you were a resident of one of the houses or was visiting someone there. The Ed drove into the neighborhood and stole a boat motor from one of the properties. A neighbor watched him put the motor into his truck, got the license plate number, and called the police. A deputy responded and pulled him over a short time later. The deputy found the boat motor in the back of the truck and Ed admitted he took it. Ed was cited for misdemeanor theft. He wasn't taken into custody, but given a notice to appear in court, this was typical for a non-violent property offense. I then got the case. So I was minding my own business, working in my office, when Ed called and demanded to speak to me. He then demanded that I dismiss the charge against him. He didn't really have a coherent reason as to why, since he pretty much had been caught red-handed. He mainly yelled and was obnoxious. Legal tip hash 1, yelling at the prosecutor will not result in criminal charges going away. But it will result in having to deal with a cranky prosecutor. When he couldn't bully me into dismissing the charge, he then demanded that another prosecutor be assigned to his case. This did not happen. Legal tip hash 2, people charged with crimes don't get to choose the prosecutors on their cases. The case is set for trial, he pleads not guilty and elects to represent himself. At trial, I call as witnesses the neighbor, the boat motor owner, and the arresting deputy. Ed presents a beach-combing defense that if he is able to keep a pretty shell he finds at the beach, he ought to be able to keep a boat motor. It didn't make a lot of sense. It really got interesting when he called himself as his own witness. He questioned himself. By having a conversation with himself. Here is an example of how some of the actual testimony went. It shifts to left side of the witness chair. Mr. Ed's last name. Do you have a motive to steal a boat? Ed then shifts to the right side of the witness chair and looks at empty space that he had just occupied. No, I do not have a motive to steal a boat. Ed slides to the left. Mr. Ed's last name. Do you like seafood? Ed slides right. No, I do not like seafood. My kids do not like seafood. My wife likes seafood, but that's not a motive to steal boat. I looked over at the arresting deputy, who was sitting next to me as my designated law enforcement representative. He was watching with a horrified expression, and I saw his lips silently form the words, What? The F asterisk CK. Later, when we were outside, the deputy told me how freaky he thought it was. It took the jury 15 minutes to find him guilty. I don't remember specifically what he got as a sentence. But it was likely only fines in community service, since that was typical for that type of offense. Edit, thank you, kind stranger, for the award. I also appreciate all your comments. That's it for edit. Reddit. I hope you enjoyed. Please leave a good rating, as that really helps me out.